0: Well, there is a new light show that comes on before my show now. And if that show doesn't turn you on, then hopefully this one will. Welcome once again to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show, the show where we educate men and women about sexual health. How it relates to overall health, making your relationships the best they can be. Tonight is ladies' night. That's right. You heard me, guys. But it doesn't mean that I don't want you to stay here with me. You know I love you all. Anyway, but I'm really excited about Ladies' Night tonight. Um, And and later on, so we're going to focus on some issues that uh, a lot of women have. But later on in the show, I'm going to get back down to things down there and uh, talk a little bit about that Venus leaking that I uh, raised last week and didn't go into too much. Uh, But I'll clarify what I meant by the deflation of the tire. Um, anyway, I had a patient in my office this week who was telling me that his wife was very childish, she was immature, she hasn't grown up, she refused to grow up, and he couldn't, they couldn't resolve any conflict, and he was just so tired of her being acting like a spoiled child. And then his phone rang during the appointment, and the ringtone on his phone was the theme song to The Flintstones. Luke. (laughs) The <laughs> family, the okay, okay, that's good. <laughs> okay, and I said, okay, who hasn't grown up? That is why it is important to hear from both sides of the story. You often hear, you know, one side of the story, the other side of the story, and then you hear the truth, um, it, which is somewhere in the middle. So I, I always do like to speak to uh, both uh, sides of the couple. Uh, when I am advising or counseling patients in my office and it's important to uh, because tonight the show is going to be focused around an email that I received last week a young woman wrote to me and I'm going to read that email to you and that's why that's what spawned my invitation for the ladies who are joining me tonight. I have Alicia Hamilton here. She is a beauty coach. And I also have Tina O'Connor here, and she is an author. And, and spe- speci- she's w- written a number of books. Um, Be That Domestic Girl, Be That Happy Girl, Be That Loving Girl. But I'm not interested in any of that, especially domesticity. You can't domesticate me. Anyway, I've invited her to talk to me about Be That Kinky Girl, because that's the most interesting. <laughs> anyway, so she's going to uh, help... Uh, Weigh in uh, with some of her ideas to seduce and invite, and uh, and to be a little bit more kinky in the bedroom, and so that ought to uh, spark things up. You can always give me a call because, in particular, you might want to call tonight because I've also invited Oracle Laura. She is a a psychic. Uh, she's done some work with the police department, and um, so she's. I I actually, you know, I. I test out the psychics that I have on the show by having them talk t- about my um, future, so I have a little side thing before I they pass muster. Anyway, and so she did a few predictions about me, and and I'm certain that they're all going to come true. Anyway, she was spot on, which was uh, which was fantastic. So you can give me a call 604-280-9898 or star nine eight nine eight on your cell. You can always email me at sextalk at cknw dot com. And the last few weeks, the show you know good sex gets over really quickly sometimes, and the show runs over runs uh, ends too quickly. Sometimes as well. And sometimes I don't get to those emails that I promise. And sometimes I promise you a lot. I'm a lot of talk, no action. But I'm gonna try to fill in and and catch up with everything I promised you in the last few weeks, and that includes some of the emails that I promised. Uh, Reading to you that are very interesting. So I do love your emails. Give me give me a call though six zero four two eight zero ninety eight ninety eight or star nine eight nine eight on your cell. Especially if you want to know just how that relationship is going to go. I mean, maybe he cheated on you last year, and you're wondering if you're going to stay together. Or you know, maybe you've met somebody new, and you're wondering how that's going to work out. Anything uh, Oracle Laura is going to be able to answer that, but. Uh, to start with i 'm going to read this email to you that uh, really depicts a common problem that occurs in um, in society today. Um, you know lots of different issues can affect people like like finances for example we had that y- that couple in Vancouver or they I believe they live in Vancouver. They want to live in Vancouver. They make $450,000 a year together, and uh, they can't manage to buy a house. Well, yeah, you know what? These days, it's tough to find a house for under uh, 2 or $3 million if you will only live in the top areas, West Van Shaughnessy, Dunbar. Um, so, you know, you have to move out to the suburbs where it's far more affordable, like Port Moody or Richmond or Port Poco or Surrey. Anyway, uh, so, you know, it's it's how you want to, if you want to live beyond your means and that can affect somebody's life as well so um anyway nonetheless i digress so i do want to read this email to you so here it is dear maureen my husband listens to your show i was totally elated when i read that (laughs) first line anyway i do find that a lot of men listen to the show or or the the male partners in a relationship anyway this is not about me this is about you so my husband listens to your show we have a great marriage except in the bedroom there's a lot of sexual dysfunction pretty much from my side right now my husband has a healthy libido and could have sex up to five times a week maybe every day i'm okay with having sex once a month Or once every few months. Our average right now is a few times a year. I don't need to orgasm every time. I tried to compromise by just having sex, whether I was in the mood, but then it turns into duty sex, which he doesn't like. A bit of background, we have always had mismatched libidos. Mine was always lower. It was manageable in the beginning until we had children. And uh, we have three kids under the age of... We have a very busy life. My husband works seven days a week while I am with the kids, plus doing paperwork for the business, plus studying for the bar. I'm behind on everything, plus my body is not the same after having three kids, and the arousal process isn't quite the same either. I think my almost non-existent libido is due to a number of factors. Chronic sleep deprivation, stress from work, studying, being behind in everything, general anxiety issues, and I don't exercise. I had something of a breakdown a couple of years ago, so I really need to be aware of getting to bed on time, and I'm not able to stay up too late. By the time my husband comes home, works out, and eats dinner, that's the time I'm ready to go to bed. My narrow window of opportunity is right after the kids go to bed and I go to bed. It's not much time. I'm also not that experimental in bed. I'm fine with routine and the same few positions. There are certain things that I will not do. I keep telling my husband that things will get better. Maybe they do for a week or two, but then the kids get sick and I'm up, up at night doing fever checks, and then months will pass by again. If I'm completely honest with myself and think about the factors affecting my libido and what it will take for stress to minimize and sleep to get better and for me to slowly get back to my version of normal, I think it will take a year or a few years. I don't see it happening any time soon. The real problem is my husband says he has waited long enough and he has cheated on me and he is going to look into a situation where he seeks sexual release outside of the marriage but otherwise things stay the same what do you think do other couples go through this have other couples had this sort of arrangement what can I be doing to improve my libido so that I can get things back on track in the bedroom by the time I'd read that email I, I actually by the time I finished it I actually started to cry there is a tremendous amount of issues in this young woman's life and it's not something that is just going to get better on its own and in fact it, it really needs a, a uh, paradigm shift and, and attitude and limit setting and boundaries and uh, priorities and what's important in life it's taking on too much there are so many issues here and I'm going to uh, initially address those and then we're, I'm going to go to the panel when I come back anyway how is your libido we're going to be talking about that too when I return I'm Maureen McGrath and you're listening to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show
1: it's night, and girl the feeling's good. Oh yes, it's late,
0: it's night. Oh what, an, oh what a night. Welcome back to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. I'm Maureen in case you're just joining me or the show. And uh, I just uh, read an email uh, from a, a listener whose husband listens to the show. Did your husband listen to the show and then go back to you and be like, there's this woman on the air and she's talking about sex. You should be like her. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I get a few comments in my, in my travels. Anyway, um, so she's troubled. Uh, she's got some, lots of issues, some financial issues, it sounds like, some taking on too much, which a lot of women do today. And uh, she um, is, has low libido, libido in the boots, who doesn't have that? Who hasn't experienced that in a long-term relationship or any uh, length of time? Um, but it's, it's causing her husband to seek sexual satisfaction outside of the relationship. And he's, in fact, already done that. And she doesn't seem to care at all. So uh, this, this woman, who I actually feel um, feel for quite a bit, um, but I do have uh, some other things as well. We're all responsible for our, our own health, and our and mental health is created, and there are a few things like that. And, and we do let ourselves, you know, we can let ourselves go and let, you know, if we gain weight, and, and then you have body image problems, and then you really don't want anybody to see you. And, you know, so lots of issues there. And, and she surmised them lovely in this... Um, in this email, and I really appreciate her authenticity and her honesty. So, to that end, I've invited Alicia Hamilton, who's a beauty coach, and um here. Hello, Alicia. Thanks for coming to the studio. Hi, thank you. You're welcome. And also, I have invited Tina O'Connor, and uh, Tina is the author of Be That Kinky Girl. Right? You bet. Uh, Yeah. I got some competition in the studio tonight. <laughs> anyway, um, I maybe I'll learn a thing from you uh, or two. <laughs> How to be that kinkier girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so thank you so much. Uh, we also have a psychic here. Oracle Laura has, um, has joined us as well. She's going to weigh in as well on um, any predictions that she feels for this couple or what uh, may happen so Oracle Laura thank you so much and and you do um, you're a psychic and you um, do some work for the police department when people go missing
1: yes I do I work with the RCMP and VPD and missing persons and I also work sometimes with the family themselves
0: that's fantastic. So um, I always am worried if I ever go missing, they're going to look at my LinkedIn photo and not know who I am. Anyway, <laughs> we don't recognize her. She doesn't look like... <laughs> you know. Anyway, nonetheless. Um, so, ladies, uh, what do you, Alicia, what, do, what was your uh, reaction to this email of this uh, young mom of three who's married and whose husband is going to seek uh sixty percent of uh of married people Bit by the way do have side uh side affairs, have uh extramarital affairs. It's a very common thing and there's lots of different reasons for doing it. But usually people care about it. You know, they're bothered if they find their husband seeking sex outside of the relationship. Mm-hmm. But she's so she's just so overwhelmed, so depleted, she doesn't even care.
2: She is accepting, she's in a place of acceptance, and I just, you know, I read this email and I told you, I messaged you right away and said, you know, my heart is hurting for her because I feel like um, there's obviously a number of things involved and we don't know enough about her to to kind of make a judgment based on who she is, but just, I don't know who put him in charge (laughs) of everything, and I don't know why it's okay with her, but, you know, if I could... You know, I just, I see a lot of, a lack of just, you know, a vision for, you know, the partnership that she deserves, that she should be okay with asking for. Um, There's all kinds of things around, you know, self-love and and a real partnership and kind of looking uh, inside of herself and in that marriage and, you know, where did that where did that become her ideal, and when was it okay for her to accept that that is what she deserved or was okay with, and is she really okay with it? You know, rather than searching for answers, she's sort of looking for, how do I justify this being okay, because I just want to hold on, and just kind of shove it over there, and, you know, it, it's...
0: Exactly. When sleep becomes the number one thing in your life. Uh, now, Tina O'Connor, yes. author of yeah. "That Be That Kinky Girl... Uh, Thanks so much for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Now, somebody uh, she's she's spoken about. She has maybe one or two positions that she's comfortable with. I imagine one is lying flat on her back.
3: (laughs) Absolutely, I'll take a missionary any day. I'll take it anyway, any day. You know what? But as a mom of three, I'm a mom of three as well. And you know what? Life gets in the way of your sexuality at times. At times. (laughs) That does not discount that you need to feel good about your body and so good about your body no matter what your body type is no matter what you look like you need to feel good about your body and so good that you want to share it with someone else and I feel bad that she doesn't even care about wanting to have sex or feeling that kind of pleasure for herself she doesn't even want it she's not even thinking about it
0: that's right and it's
3: putting the priority back on that that she needs to do life's going to get in the way. There's always going to be other priorities. There's going to be kids. There's going to be work. There's going to be laundry. There's going to be dishes. There's going to be you everything. Can see, but you, can,
0: you can see she's not in any position at this point to be that kinky girl, correct? She's not,
3: but she right. needs to at least like be that girl and know that she is worthy of feeling good about herself no matter what is going on in her life. She's not prioritizing herself at all. Not even a little. So you're a mom, you're a wife, you're a girl. How do you find the balance in your life?
0: She's a student. She's also Mm. working. Um, You know, the imbalance of of, uh, power there. So a few things. As the nurse and the sex therapist that I am, I would suggest that she, um, you know, face reality, number one. Take a mirror, take look at yourself, and and see uh, what... Um, what is going on there? Basically, how is she contributing to this? Okay, and sometimes when we're the martyr and when we're doing everything for everybody, type E, um, we uh, uh, everything to everybody, personality disorder. Uh, you know, it doesn't serve us very well. So, but before I do that, I want to ask Oracle Laura. Do you think what? What is your sense about this couple? Do you feel that there's any um, any chance for this couple? Do you what's What's the sense about their future?
1: The first thing that I noticed was that she is making the effort because she is contacting someone for advice. Mm -hmm. So that is a good sign right away for me. The other thing though was a, a bit of a contradiction. Towards the end she had stated, I don't see things changing anytime soon. Now that says two things. Number one, it's a contradiction from what she's doing she's asking for advice.
0: Mhm. you thinking, get a sense that this couple is going to make it? I What does your third eye say? Do, what is your
1: I do not feel the couple's going to make it, but it, it will take some years. It will take some years and the reason why is because they're both still reaching out. They're spil- they're both still making an effort. Now the thing is she I, I already sensed before you had read mm-hmm. the email that there would be cheating. And so well, there, yes, yeah, the there, email there did, definitely yeah. was
0: cheating. I have so th- Leah on the line. Um, just a sec. And Leah is from Maple Ridge. And Leah has a question uh, for us. Hello, Leah. Hi there. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you. So um, my husband and I have
4: been uh, together for about 12 years. And we got married in 2010, and we uh, soon after started trying uh, to have a family. Mm-hmm. And it's been about well, five years now, and we haven't been successful in that. And uh, I've just, the toll has sort of taken its, uh, the struggles have taken their toll on our sex life, for sure.
0: Absolutely.
4: And uh, I just, um, I'm really struggling to to have a desire to want to have sex now it it's become a chore and
0: uh it does it becomes very clinical and it becomes something yeah. you have to do and uh just something to add to your list may i ask you how old you are
1: 32
0: 32 and have you um had you sought uh infertility or fertility treatments i should say
4: uh yes we are currently uh trying to save up for ivf oh you are yeah
0: and may I ask you um, what your weight is? About
4: um, so 140.
0: About 140. Do you know what your BMI is by any chance, your uh, body mass uh, index? is. It's,
4: a- it's pretty low, like I'm pretty slim.
0: Yeah, are you? H- how tall are you?
4: 5'9". Uh,
0: oh yeah, so your BMI will be about 21. Um, so you want it to be between 21 and 25. Um, uh, that said, I don't know if you have enough uh, body fat. Um, as well, so just weight is is uh, c- is one of the things that um, you can certainly uh, change to improve fertility, and there there are uh, diets as well. I don't know if you've tried if you've tried that. And ac- yeah,
4: we have. I don't. I'm definitely not underweight.
0: Yeah, and and acupuncture. I'm
4: currently doing
0: that. You're currently doing that because that's yeah. another addition. But you've been trying for about five years now. Yeah. And then the added burden of saving for IVF, which is so expensive. Yeah.
4: It's- yeah, it's very expensive.
0: Yeah, so what What are you, so you're having low libido around this?
4: Yeah, I just, I find throughout all of this, it's just my desire to have sex has just gone down and down, and I'm at a point now where I just, I don't even care if we have it or not, and I know it's it's not healthy, and it's not what I want, and it's certainly not what my husband wants, and I, I just don't really know how to fix it.
0: <laughs> right, and and have you, I mean, have you talked to somebody about it um, privately, or your, no. uh, talk to your husband about how you're feeling. Sometimes, if you just get your feelings off, you'll you'll feel you know just sharing it. You feel a lot better. I, I don't do, suppose and you I'm feel like open with him. I don't suppose you feel like getting kinkier
4: <laughs> if that might help. <laughs> what <are> you, <laughs> you know? What I, I
3: do I agree with you, Maureen, about the communication though. I think that's really important. Yeah. And it's okay to not want sex a little bit, but it's not just about making babies, it's about making yourself feel good. And when you feel good, you're more able to procreate and make babies. Yes. And so you have to kind of let it be a little bit and not try so hard.
4: Yeah, it, but it's easier said than done. It, it is Absolutely. easier said than done
0: because you have a, you have an objective and you feel like you're never going to meet this objective that's been going on for such a long time, right? It,
4: exactly. And, I mean, we know that we're not going to meet it on our own, but it's just... You know, kind of getting to this point now where we realize that it's not going to happen on our own. Yeah. Um, I just, I just still find that it, it, it's hard. Like the fun's been taken out of it, and I, I just don't know how to get
0: that. And bad. it sure has. Well, well, we're going to have to be going to a break, but maybe you could hang on the line and listen a little bit. Uh, maybe we could send her a copy of your book. Be that absolutely. Girl. Can you leave your uh, n- your uh, name and and address? Uh, you can pick up a copy of that here with Luke, the tech okay. producer. Okay, Leah. Good luck to you. All right. Well, take care. And you can email me if you want to talk further about it. And I can uh, send you some good resources for that as well. Okay? We, we have a little bit more time. All right. Okay. So when I come back, we're going to carry on with this conversation about how you can be just that much kinkier. I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. You can fulfill all your Well, this studio just lit up with that song. <laughs> Welcome back. I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the CKNW Sunday Night Tech Show. Thanks to Luke Meat, the fabulous tech producer. And thanks for pushing all the buttons tonight, Luke. Yeah. Making everything vibrate. Anyway, that'll be Luke for you. Uh, I'm Maureen. If you have any questions for any of my guests tonight, uh, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. Or if you want to have your... Future predicted. Uh, what's 2015 going to be like for you? I've got Oracle Laura here. She's weighing in on this as well. I'm talking about low libido and a life of overwhelming chaos and maniacalness. And <laughs> that's not even a word. Um, when you've just let everything get away from you, you've gained weight. You don't feel great about your body and. Um, you, you have low libido and you're not having sex and you're okay with your partner going out and finding it himself or herself, whatever. Um, but also, uh, you know, fertility is a, is a devastating, uh, problem for people, uh, infertility, um, or trying to become fertile. Uh, and that can cause great financial distress and you can get overwhelmed with that and we just heard from Leah and so Oracle Laura I'd like to ask you what you thought of Leah who's struggling with infertility and low libido at the same time what what do you hold out for her?
1: Well the thing that we probably all noticed was at the very end she mentioned about how it was like a, a chore and so the excitement was gone so she's feeling the pressure and, and as we all know that when we put anxiety and pressure on ourselves and we end up stressed out We lose our confidence and and we're unable to feel relaxed and excited in many different ways. Do you get a feeling about how she's
0: going to, how this is going to turn out for her?
1: I absolutely sense that this is going to pass and that's something we've all experienced. There's all moments where we're more excited than others and I'm sure we've all gone through a moment in our life where we weren't Feeling so sexually active, or we weren't so attracted never, to have sex. Never, never.
0: No, I, uh, <laughs> I do host I, a sexual. I know. Keep that in mind. I, it is on my me mind. Myself, I can't get enough. 7
1: I hear you. Uh, <laughs> I could probably. Do I can't it every let day, the list down. No. <laughs> but
0: I, I'm I joking. did. Sense. I'm an angel with a dirty mind. That's all. But no, okay. that's me. <laughs> so, do you think that she is going to have a baby? They're going to be successful in having a baby.
1: I'm hearing. Did you get any feeling? I'm that hearing that five years five years So within five years within now that may seem years. that may seem long but because of what they're going through mm-hmm. maybe that's for the best mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. right now they're dealing with all the stress and all the feelings and emotions are going through with right. this maybe five years will be a okay good, we a have good great day. fertility clinics
0: here we have olive uh that's fantastic and they work with um the acupressure the chinese medicine folks and you know it's just amazing so um so, our little girl that's written to us earlier about how, I mean, she basically has, I'll just give you a bit of a review from her, aside from the fact that her husband listens to my show. <laughs> anyway, it's, forget it. It is not about me. She says they have a great marriage, but they don't actually have a great marriage when they're not sleeping together. That's a big part of any marriage, any sexual relationship. And I'm sure Joe has a comment about that. Joe from Burnaby. Hello, Joe. Hey, Joe. Did I just hang up on you, Joe? I hung up on you, Joe call back. I'm so sorry, but I do have Lindsay on the line, I think. Hello Lindsay? Hi there. How are you? Dad, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. How are you?
5: I'm excellent. I thought I'd call in though and ask about um my husband and I have been thinking about doing IVF and we've had an initial consultation at the Olive Fertility Clinic here in Vancouver. Mhm. And recently, we just—I have a condition called endometriosis. Yes, um, which affects fertility, as you know. That's right. We were pretty much told that if we wanted to um, get pregnant naturally, that we would have about a five percent chance. Um, Another piece of information is that he's also um, had—he's going to have to have a reversal if we wanted to do it naturally. So,
0: your your husband,
5: my husband, he had a vasectomy. he had it affecting me yeah okay so I guess my question is, is lately I've been we were gonna go down the IVF road and lately we're just not feeling it we've had we've heard a lot of negative things from women who have actually gone through it just in terms of the stress that it puts on them and we thought we would try it naturally are we crazy <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you have a five percent chance with with IVF
5: no no without, uh- without Oh, oh! without. 5% chance it's without.
0: It's pretty darn low, I have to say. Five per chance, 5% chance is, is pretty low. But you know what? It's your own journey. It's your own path, and you have to take that. And, you know, you have to be able to look back and say, we took our path, and we chose to try it naturally, and we're comfortable with that, and we're confident. It was successful or wasn't, whatever the outcome is going to be, I don't know, but I do have a psychic care who can probably tell you. Is she <laughs> going it. to be... <laughs>
1: Is right right away when I, when I heard that 5%, I, my mouth just sort of dropped. I was like, are they crazy? <laughs> I heard two years, and it was so loud and so clear. Okay. There's no misunderstanding. So if they
0: try naturally, within two years they're going to have a baby. I
1: heard two years. You cannot
0: sue me for that. <laughs> I've
1: never been wrong. <laughs>
0: <Okay>. <laughs> um, you know what? I think you have to be confident with your decision, and whatever it is is the right decision. To make. That's great. Everybody that's has that's their very own. helpful. Yeah, everyone <laughs> has their own journey. Well, good luck to you, Lindsay, and I. You know, by all means, name the baby after me. Mo- Momo <laughs> is my nickname. Anyway, <laughs> that's a way cuter name. <laughs> anyway, I do. I have
6: Joe on the line yet. Hello, Joe. Hello. How are you? I'm just fine. I, I don't know your program. I just happened to tune into NW and uh, doing some work, and and I wasn't even really listening until the woman came on with her story about uh, having trouble conceiving. And I, I just wanted to give her some encouragement. Uh, it's uh, not yesterday that uh, I went through this with my wife, and uh, uh, both of us had to have uh, some plumbing uh, arrangement or rearrangement. Uh, hers were lapar- laparoscopic, I believe is the word. Uh, yeah. Uh, she had endometri- endrom- endrom- endometriosis. Endometriosis, uh, yeah. hmm and I had something going on with inside my testicles. Uh, my my sperm count was was quite low, and that kind of thing. Anyway, the, the caller didn't say whether they'd gone through all those kind of things, but maybe she's beyond that. And uh, if she's into uh, in vitro, uh, more power to them. But it, it's really tough. Uh, I don't have to tell you or anybody that has gone through it, but uh, you you have to somehow try and uh, relax, I guess. And and uh, if, if there are those barriers, get rid of them, of course. But uh, Sometimes people are so stressed by things in our modern world that uh, they don't have anything that definitive as a barrier, but it's just their uh, their system matching up with their partner's system uh, just doesn't work. Uh, and uh, anyway, uh, absolutely, I love you, Joe. You
0: that is the most gracious thing, the most gracious call I've ever had. You're just calling to help those. Uh, women well, and from your experience and sharing your experience and I so appreciate that.
6: Well, I'm a grandfather now. And oh I wouldn't my be grandfather, gosh. Uh, if that hadn't been the case. So as, as I said, it wasn't yesterday. But uh, oh. surely, surely science, medical science is even better 20 plus years along the way here, uh, I hope. But uh, I really wish well to, to that couple and, and all any, any other couples that uh, may be listening that uh, I've been going
0: through this hell. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate your call. You're welcome. It's so great. And I'm sure it has helped those women greatly. Thanks so much. We need more people in the world like Joe. Joe. Anyway. That was sweet. Absolutely. Come on and marry me, Joe. I got the wedding bell blue. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> I love to sing in case you haven't figured that out. But anyway, um, so I think, uh, are we going to break there, Luke? Or Yeah, we're going to break. Uh, <laughs> thank goodness the singing gets to end. Anyway, when I come back, we're going to dive a little deeper into some kinky positions, I think. I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. <laughs> Okay, welcome back. Yeah, girls just want to have fun. And that is what is just so great about life. You know, to have a great attitude is really good. Did you know that if you masturbate, you are going to have a way nicer menopause? So uh... ladies out there and you know and i i look at women in menopause who are who are like crabby and old before their time and, and i think you should have masturbated <laughs> you need a vibrator my friend Um, i actually got this great email we're talking about low sexual desire tonight but um... i got this great e- not everybody has low sexual desire you know and um... i've got uh... oh yeah i've i had this email from I'm just going to call them, did he give me her name? I hate to use first names. Oh, you know what? They they said regards, D&T. Okay, so I'm not actually, I don't have to give her the name. But, you know, some people, you know, have, have great sex, and um, I don't know any of them. But anyway, <laughs> um, hi, we wanted to tell our story, so you're a victim. Sorry if it's too long. Uh, But here we go. Fortunate enough, we are semi-retired and work out of the house. We spend our time together. We're both 31. We wish more people would just abandon the need to dominate, manipulate, etc., their other half. Maybe you can spread the news if you like. Here's what we do in kind of random order. Maybe missed a few things. We just naturally went into this mode, never read about any of this stuff. Her body is for my pleasure and mine is hers. We exist for each other never fall asleep facing away from each other sleep naked all tangled up she's usually mostly on top of me head nestled in my neck hands ending up wherever whoever wakes up first wakes the other up with kisses oral massage etc the first thing they hear upon waking is i love you and the last thing we hear when going to sleep is i love you morning ritual she has the choice give her oral orgasms and her g-spot and or sex or no sex. If no sex, I know she has evil plans for me later that day. And as I'm stronger, I massage her every morning for 10 to 15 minutes. Hello. And in the afternoon and at night, she gets 35 to 40 minutes of massage every day. I don't want to marry Joe anymore. I want to marry uh, this guy, <laughs> D. Anyway, we can wake the other up for, that's like 60 minutes of massage. We can wake the other up for loving at night with no problem. She wakes me up 10 times more than I do her. Guys, get nighttime wood. Guys, okay? Get nighttime wood. If she wakes up and is horny, why let a perfectly good hard-on go to waste? So she'll cowgirl me and masturbate. Okay, this is a family show. I realize I do hope you put the kids to bed. Anyway, if she wants more action, she'll wake me up. If not, I have sexy dreams and I wake with her... Anyway, okay. With her all of me. We shower together always. In three years, we've had three showers alone. Anyway, she's responsible for my manscaping. I trim the head shape, blah, blah, blah. Anyhow, we're just, this this just goes on. And this is only one of the emails that he has decided to send to me. <laughs> Another one he wrote about how they pull over on the side of the road and they just decide to have sex on the side of the road. So they pull over. Don't do that on a plane. You saw where Air Canada, flight number 6969, where that couple was having sex in seat number 21 and they actually are now in court in Nova Scotia, I believe. So you, they're, they're charged with uh, indecent exposure. Anyway, so there are... Two people in British Columbia having fabulous sex on the side of the road. But we're talking about how we can improve our sex life here. And uh, even the ladies are blushing. I can't (laughs) believe it. Anyway, this goes on and on and on, but I I don't have enough time. Anyway, the show's an hour long. Uh, The sex has to end, D and T. But uh, good for you. It's fantastic. So getting back to the depressing story of no sex, low libido, overweight. Uh, Alicia, with your professional coaching and your beauty coaching, what would you suggest? Three things. What are the three top things you would suggest to that mother of three who is depleted?
2: The first, going back to the first story, that email. Yes. I mean... I guess the first things that I think about are looking, I mean, from a spiritual perspective, just looking at, you know, slowing down and really thinking, you know, living with the thoughts and sort of your thoughts are what you become Um, and thinking about that and sort of changing the habits and really thinking Uh and, you know, creating a place for... uh, Visualizing, creating, and living the ideal partnership that she wants to be in, and maybe you know finding some love and finding what turns her on, and trying to bring that into the partnership rather than almost—I'm uh, trying to find the best word—but you know not be dominated by that sort of or
0: over or controlled or overpowered or
2: yeah, just yeah. you know don't succumb to that. Just own yeah. it, find what you want, live that, and and exactly. Uh, and it- Say she does all that, say this young woman decides to look at herself, changes her life, gets
0: her weight, exercises, takes time to herself every single day, maybe gets some medical treatment or maybe needs medication if she needs that, exercises, diet, nutrition. What is the first thing if somebody wants to become kinky in the bedroom and they have just been missionary their whole lives and they've, you know, boring sex, what is your first suggestion for uh, starting that seduction and that kinky Behavior that most people would feel comfortable with starting out.
3: For me, I think it's all about you. It's got to start with you. And if you don't feel, what's the kinky
0: move? Hurry up! We only have a few. The minutes kinky
3: left. move. Oh my, my God! God. You what know what? That? You've got to add the steam to your right, bedroom. Steam so is one thing. All right. <laughs> you got to burlesque your partner. You got to do some strip striptease. You got to do blind desserts. You got to play blind with the senses. Blindfold your partner. Have some stuff prepared and feed them little pieces of things in your bedroom or in the kitchen, but they're blindfolded. You're being playful Is everybody in the naked? bedroom. Everyone's naked. Okay. You are feeding each other with your fingers. You are feeding each other off your bodies. You are eating dessert off each other's bodies. Off. Can I just say I did that last week with yogurt? Yummy. Oh, you can there, do that with yogurt, chocolate sauce, whipped cream. <laughs> you can feed each other little bits of chocolate fruit anything that your partner likes okay, but so be fun and playful in the bedroom
0: all right so that's the beginning um oh do you have something to say alicia I <laughs> do you- <laughs>
2: well um aside from the fact that i'm blushing a little bit tina just that playful curiosity do you like just sort of remembering what that's like before you decide that it's supposed to feel a certain way like being playful and curious and just excited and living in that it's You know, it opens up a whole new world. And when you are married or you are
3: together for a very long time, you get into this routine where it's like everyone strips off their clothes. They jump into bed. It's missionary first. Maybe a little doggy style. Maybe he's on top. You're on top. Bam, you're done. You go to sleep. Changing it up a little bit, switching it up, maybe hanging from cook dinner naked together. together. (laughs) (laughs) But do something that's like normal thing.
0: Light bondage. Oh my god. Tie each other
3: up. Maybe spank each other a little bit. Talk dirty to each other a little bit. That's, you know what, if you're feeling comfortable, you can say, baby, I so want to do this to you right now. And I want you to do this to me right now. We don't even feel comfortable to do that a lot of times. you got to be able to ask for what you want. But you need to know what you want to be able to do that. Exactly. How do
0: you know? you got to touch yourself first. And, and yes, if you can't touch yourself, who can you touch? That's um, right. So you have to, um, what, is, what are some of the more advanced kinky uh, ways that a, a woman can be in the bedroom then, if we're... Um, you know, the if they're progressing, let's just say.
3: <laughs> sure. So, I mean, it's, I to it's all to about Lake this kind of control and <laughs> and being in control. So, some people want to be in the control and be the dominant one. Yep. And some people don't. They want to be the one being controlled. So, it's exploring how that can work in any relationship, whether it's tying, spanking. Any kind of sex, going it's somewhere the else. Control.
0: I think I have to go to break. Sex now. in the car, whatever <laughs> you want. Right, I Be have kinky. to go to break, and I cannot forget the guys that listen to this show, um, because so I'm going to talk about testosterone and venous leakage or penis leakage, which I touched upon oh, yeah. last week. No, it's not a good thing. So do, <laughs> she's all excited about everything. You said um, penis. Uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> but anyway, it's a medical condition, and uh, and I'll tell you some of the symptoms that you may have it. I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the CKNW Sunday night sex show Back. I'm Maureen McGrath. I am the host of the Sex Show, the CKW Sunday Night Sex Show. I'm also a registered nurse, a sex therapist, and I see, uh, I treat men and women, and sometimes men and women together. Um, and last week I spoke about erectile dysfunction, and I wanted to give a little anatomy lesson because I think it's really important to understand how things work, so you can understand why things may not be working very well. And I touched upon venous leakage. And also venous insufficiency, but I didn't give either one of them their just deserve. And I did have an an email from somebody who, he didn't tell me what his symptoms were, but he felt that he had something like this. But venous leakage is the condition where the blood escapes from the penis, and thus a good erection cannot be achieved. And uh, Erections are about blood flow going in, but also about keeping the blood in there. And it acts like a compression stocking, um, or many, many of them. So the the veins actually compress to keep the blood in for a long enough time so that you can remain hard and have penetrative sex. And so you can attain and maintain uh, your erection for penetrative sex. So if you're unable to attain your... Or maintain, sorry, your erection or even able to attain an erection. But really, if you lose your erection after you've gotten one, this may be something you want to talk to your doctor about. Um, there's the other condition is venous in venous insufficiency. Again, it involves the veins, and that's a condition where the valves in the lower legs go out because you have varicose veins or deep vein thrombosis. Um, you might uh, try grapeseed extract that sometimes helps with that condition. um so. Th- Some of the causes for venous leakage can be summarized into underlying conditions, smooth muscle insufficiency, and also the structural changes of the corpus cavernosum, where the blood goes in uh, to your penis, the receptacles in the penis, per se, uh, where the blood goes in for when you have the erection. Uh, So what condition leads to both of these erection killers? That is low testosterone. And so on February 8th, I'm actually having Dr. Stacy Elliott, who is, I call her the sexual medicine guru in the world. She's well known nationally and internationally. And we're going to talk about low testosterone and what um, the what conditions are associated for men with low testosterone. For example, hypogonadism. So if you're losing muscle mass, if you're losing weight, if your testes have become smaller, you know, you want to have your testosterone level done. If you're having problems with erection, you want to have your testosterone level drawn. Anyway, low testosterone is a freight train ride to venous leakage. And so um, we're going to look further into, in the next coming weeks, in the upcoming weeks, um, into some of these conditions associated with erectile dis- function because i get lots of emails about this guys from uh all ages from ages 20 30 40 it affects all ages up to 50s and 60s it's really important that you have erectile issues addressed and you address them with your doctor if you need help in in navigating that i'm certainly happy to help you with that and um education around that is important and ha- that you understand it and you can ask for the questions. I had a patient recently who noticed weight loss and muscle mass loss. He was going to the gym all the time, eats healthily, doesn't drink alcohol, doesn't smoke, had no sexual desire, lost muscle mass and smaller testes. And he begged, had to beg for a testosterone um, level. And they finally did one and his testosterone level was in his boots. And he's now being worked up for thyroid disease and uh, pituitary uh, tumor. And a whole host of other medical problems, uh, so you know you know when something when your body isn't feeling right, and and these are things that you need to understand, and you want to get the best medical care possible. And we certainly have that here in this city, um, and I can direct you that way. Uh, anyway, so it looks like the show is over again. Anyway, things good. All good things must come to an end. I want to thank the ladies who joined me to talk to you about spirituality and the future and kinky sex. Um, it was great to have them here and. And um, also, uh, this year, uh, I um, soon in the, within the next month, I'm going to be launching my blog. It's going to be back to the bedroom, uh, so I'll, I'll uh, give you a little bit more direction on that. You can always go to my website, www.backtothebedroom.ca. back to the bedroom. You can follow me on Twitter at back the number two the bedroom. Dare if you will follow me on LinkedIn or connect with me on LinkedIn. I do get a lot of comments about. Hey, Maureen, I woke up this morning, and uh, there it was, a dildo on my LinkedIn page. I'm like, yeah, I know, I'm sorry. They're like, no, no, we know it's your business. Anyway, we understand. No, keep it coming. I did get one guy who wrote in and said, uh, love your LinkedIn posts. You know, keep it up. Anyway, something like that. No, you keep it up. Anyway, I'm going to help you keep it up here on the W Sunday Night Sex Show. And uh, anyway, it's been great to be with you, as usual. (laughs) The ladies are laughing. It's like shampoo to me. I hope you keep it up, and if you can, I'm going to help you. Anyway, nonetheless, when you stumble on this gravel road of life, make it part of your dance. I'm Maureen McGrath. Until next week, have, have sex. Have a sexually healthy week. Oh, yeah. See you later.